I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Yeah, welcome back. It's uh, Sports Overnight America. We're a different kind of show. We talk sports in a different way. We talk wagering, but we talk all about the kinds of uh, sports. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We're heard everywhere. Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps. I love tune in. American Forces, gals and guys, you stay healthy. We're on Sports Byline. We're on Sports Map. Radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas. And uh, guys are with us, Mark Mancini. Definitely the world's worst sports handicapper, and he'll prove it again. Art Source with us, my friend, attorney Laura Snoke will talk uh, Dodgers and whatever. And Evan Drellich, winning fixes everything. The story of Houston in 2017 and the Red Sox in 2018 and maybe the Dodgers. So we'll talk about that. And uh, this is a true story, folks, on uh, Sunday halftime, 24-14 Philadelphia over Kansas City. I get a phone call. Honest to God, it's a true story. And he said, Fred, from a friend, and he said, I'm in trouble. I wager too much on the Chiefs. And I said, you have nothing to worry about. And he said, why? I said, because Mark has Philadelphia. And he (laughs) says, what are you talking about? I said, I'm telling you, you will not lose your bet. So he says, my wife finds out in the checking account, she's going to scream at me. And I said, again, you have no worries about losing. And of course, the Chiefs do win 38 to 35. So we'll talk to Mark about that. And uh, folks, listen, no, it doesn't cost anything to listen to this show. You listen to Mark and you wager the other way. It doesn't cost you $100, doesn't cost you $1,000, doesn't cost you a penny. All you got to do, but we do get some emails. And we thank you for that. And the folks know, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. And just, you know, just, tell us, how, bank, baby. just tell us how many times you wagered with Mark and uh, how many times you won. And that would be a small number. And the folks that go the other way, uh, thank you for being so bright. Third largest ratings in the history of uh, uh, TV, I think, including uh, the, the Super Bowl and uh, – uh, we can talk about that. And I loved, and nobody talks about it, but I loved the Bradley Cooper commercial with his mom when he says, but mom, I've been nominated 11 times, but you've never won. I thought it was so cute. It was like unbelievable. Okay, we're going to come back with more on Sports Overnight America right after this. 
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool. Stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead, quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at netspend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America, and uh, I'm with the guys, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper and art source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans, and good uh, good friend for a long period of time, Laura Snoke, attorney, who's a big-time Dodger fan, and we'll talk about everything and anything in sports. But as I open the show with, this actually happened uh, on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. I got a phone call from a friend, and he indicated that he's in trouble. And I said, why? He said, because my Chiefs are down by 10. and I've got the Chiefs. My wife didn't know I made the bet. And uh, all heck's going to break loose. And I said, listen, Mark Mancini's got Philadelphia. You're going to be a winner. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, he wins like one out of three times. So you got a really good shot of winning. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to guarantee you 
that the Chiefs come back to win. And of course they did. But uh, Mark, would you like to make any comics about uh, uh, what I told uh, my friend? Because uh, it doesn't cost anything here, folks. You can listen to this show for free and get winners just by going against Mark. But Mark, you have any comments? Well, I had 35 points the Eagles were scoring. Yeah. And I was on the money on that. I just didn't figure the Chiefs would put up 21 more or whatever. Well, that, that's a sort of a big problem, don't you think? Yeah. But the big rip, the, here's, the, here's what happened. It was I call it the big ripoff. This is the great train robbery with two minutes left in the game. The holding call that the deplete the poor Eagles. You don't make a call like that when you didn't make that call in the second quarter of the game. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He even, jersey, even, the, even, the, even, the deep, even the defensive back who held said, I held. Nobody disagreed with that. You're I'm telling me to stick- they, the, the officials might have missed the call in the second quarter, but they got it right in the fourth quarter. Officials missed miss calls all the time. Laura, you were having a party. What were the folks saying at your place uh, <laughs> at the party? Well, right? I, I think it's, it, but I think it's interesting that the Chiefs basically won both the AFC Championship game and the uh, Super Bowl because of penalties, both of which I think, unfortunately, were justified, um, especially the one against um, the Bengals. And Laura- one. But it, it's just, you know, it's just unfortunate that that's kind of how it played out. Being not being an, a fan of the Chiefs. So I was disappointed. So I, I got to tell you, I, I'm listening to Roger Goodell talk about the state of the NFL, the commissioner. Yeah. And he said that it's never been better, the officiating in the National oh Football God. League. Yeah. And I looked over, I looked over at Jared Bell of the USA Today, and he looked over at me and he kind of he kind of mouthed, you know. Am I hearing this? Yeah. <laughs> Poor well, what do you think we could do, What do you think could be done to make the officiating better? Maybe another official on the field, or I think I mean, you know they've just, got it was the, atrocious this season. They've got the eyes in the skies right now. If there's something really, really missing, something that's really bad that's going to change the effect of the game, and it's obvious to the people up in the press box. Like, let's say, let's go back to the NFC Championship game. Devontae makes the catch on the sidelines in the first quarter. Right. And they go right. off on commercial. And, and they, he hurries up. He's running back to the huddle real fast. They see the replay upstairs. You just buzz down to the head referee. Call timeout. Everybody look at it. Nobody. It's just, it's an obvious situation. Those are the kind of situations that change the course of a game. And, and, th- and that's, you know, something that I think the NFL with the technology they have, and you got to remember that you guys, this goes back to 1984 when an instant replay first came in and I was a big proponent of it, but I'm also noticing that sometimes instant replay doesn't get it right. Well, which, here, you know, that that's part here's of it. The problem. I, guess. I, I think we need to wheel out the uh, Duracell uh, battery operated umps because they I'm won. talking Artificial I was, intelligence. I was, I was talking to a good buddy of mine, Ed Vosberg, who played Major League Baseball for 10 years, and he said he used to battle it because it's kind of hard to throw three strikes. Then you're offered these guys five strikes. So I think that's the big problem in more ways than one. But I like the commercial with the women in the uh, flag football league. Let's get those. I'll watch that. Move the XFL out of the way in the USFL. Let's get the women playing some flag football. 
And hey, Ken, you know, Dennis, I, has, I, Dennis yeah. has Cyclops, you guys, which that helped a little bit. <laughs> you, you know, know that, that Cyclops has worked really well in tennis, except for I watched one match um, of the most recent Australian Open where this one player persistently questioned the results of the machine. <laughs> it was like, it's not going to work. <laughs> but it, it's worked really well. It stopped all of the bickering and, and, and I mean, maybe that is the answer. It's, it, the technology is certainly there. All right, you know, you mentioned guys and uh, gals uh, mentioned flag football. A lot of the states, including now California, have that as a, uh, yeah. uh, a sport uh, for the women. And what we're talking about, that. folks, flag football, seven on seven. I played it growing up. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, let's start with Laura. I love it. Okay. I, I love my flag him. football Ex as a kid. It was Ex great. Except, except they tried to do that at the Pro Bowl. And nobody watched. I mean, it was it was. I mean, so nobody bad. ever watches the Pro Bowl. Who <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, watches sure. the Pro Bowl? No, everybody's getting ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> See now, Fred, you're you and I are the only two people that go back to when the Pro Bowl was played in L.A. Yeah. in the '60s, yeah. and yeah. it was a big game because those guys were making four, five, six thousand yeah. dollars a year, and the winner of that game made like two thousand, and the loser made five hundred, and it was a huge difference. Now these guys make so much money. Yeah. The yeah. AFC versus the NFC. Yeah, exactly. Let, let, me tell you fun, let, let me tell you a funny story. I've said this before. My dad knew the right people. Sometimes we were on the sideline in the Pro Bowl. Okay. Yeah. I had to beg my mom, please tell dad, I don't want to go anymore. That's how boring the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to hurt his, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And not only I, that. I, not, when you looked at it, they wore the red and blue. And I thought to myself, what is this, a Republican Democratic convention? <laughs> oh, well, all right, all right, all right. Baseball is gone. Football is gone. Now we're on to baseball. And you got Goodell talking about the NFL. And you got Manfred talking about Major League Baseball. I got to tell you something. I hate the ghost runner thing. But of all the rules. And let, they let me brought it those. back. And they brought it I back. hate the ghost runner thing, too. I hate that rule. I hate it. Okay. No. I thought they were. It's not active in the playoffs, right? Just in the regular. Okay, but, but okay, I hate the ghost runner rule. But they tried to speed up the game, like anybody cares if it goes three hours and fifteen minutes or three hours and eight minutes. But the 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 bottom line, the one that I even like less than that would be the, the pitcher can only throw two times over to first base. The third time, unless he picks the guy off, it's a buck. You know how many stolen bases somebody like Trey Turner. Is going to get for the Washington Nationals next year, Laura. I'm I'm, I'm going to put the uh, over under at a hundred. You think he's <laughs> going to get over a hundred or under a hundred stolen bases? I, I tell my husband he'd steal two hundred next season <laughs> with a <the> big <laughs> base. Well, I can, can only Some imagine Ricky Henderson or Maury Wills in their day, huh? Well, <laughs> right, not the, only I'm, that, the bases look like Domino oversized pizza boxes for a party. And what is Manford going to do if this thing doesn't work? We're going to have Mattress Matt out there. We're going to put mattresses out in the bases. <laughs> All right, but here, but here, folks, this is the key part of this show on Sports Overnight America. The over-under is 100 for Trey Turner. Now, remember, Mark's going to now make the prediction over or under. And I'm sure you can get this bet in Las Vegas or a bet very similar in Las Vegas. Mark, Trey Turner, 100 stolen bases, over or under. Folks, remember, it's Mark. Go ahead. Mark, what do you think? I think he, I think he gets over. I've always liked Trey Turner, man. Unbelievable. Folks, folks yeah. that means you run right now to Las Vegas or your <laughs> local uh, place where you do lay bets, and you go the under 
Here's the problem with that, Fred. Here's the problem with that, Fred. If if Harper's hitting behind him, he might not be so wanting to, to steal second base because now, because there's no shift, there's that big right side of the infield wide open for Harper to hit the ball to right field. So that that says no. I'm going to say 96. <laughs> before we got like a minute before the break, but let me throw this too. Does that mean with the with the no shift rule, you're in the bottom of the ninth inning and uh, you're tied? And uh, does the visiting team have the right to bring an outfitter into the infield and play? basically right behind second base or Which they've done for they, years. Yeah. They've done that since the game started or right. is that also out? So, so all kind of strategies gone. All right. Tell me what do you think is going to, is that, I don't know what that means, but can they do that or not do that now? I think, I think they'll be allowed to do that. But my question is, can you stand right behind second base with their left-handed hitter up and yeah. then run over to the left side of the infield? Okay. There's a lot of parts of that thing that's still moving. So yeah. What do you think, Laura? Uh, I think they should leave it up to the players. I don't think they should outlaw the shift, but yeah. I have no idea how it's going to, I think, isn't it, if they're on the grass, it's okay, yeah. but if they're on the dirt, it's not okay. Or, so you do, so you that. make the field, what if you make the field like eight feet bigger, you know, behind shortstop in the second base? You know, yeah, just could do that. Uh, boy, the Dodgers utilize that shift to a perfection in more ways than one. It's been a rough week for me, guys. The Eagles lose, I lose a heartthrob in Raquel Welch. But only the Bucks have a 12-game winning streak going here. All right, we're going to take a break and come back with Baron Sports Trivia. We'll find out what these gals and guys might know and don't know. Uh, late night on Sports Overnight America, back after. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Yeah, we're back on Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. And we're playing some Baron sports trivia. I started with my cousin Lisa and Andy Barron. And uh, we'll find out what these guys and gals know. And every time we uh, do this show, remember now, Art Source is 126 years of age. It's tough for him to stay up this late. It's certainly tough for him to answer some of these questions. Art, what legal medicine are you taking taking this evening on sports overnight, America? You know I've got like a myriad of different ones that I take, but because we're on so late at night, I, I've really been kind of going on, on Fridays and Saturdays and even on Sundays. I've been going with the Awaken because, you know, it keeps me up. It gives me a little shot of caffeine here and there. And uh, that's good. But again, Prevagen has been fantastic focus factor. And these are expensive nootropics. So, I mean, I have to kind of like, you know, they they send us a lot of money on this show, but not enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Baron Sports Trivia. We'll start with Mr. Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper. But he's been sharp on this uh, side of it recently. Uh, We're going to talk ballparks around Major League Baseball. Mark, this ballpark, when it was built, was called the eighth wonder of the world. Mark Mancini, what ballpark might that have been? Oh, yeah, and I got a T-shirt because I love T-shirts. That was the Houston Astros, my friend. Don Wilson, Leo DeRocher, J.R. Richard. Yeah, that was the Houston Astros, the Astrodome. You're sure of that, huh? Yeah. Laura, he says it's the Astrodome, the eighth wonder of the world. Is he correct? (laughs) Um, Well, based on his sports handicapping statistics, probably not, but I don't know the correct answer either. I was going to say to Astrodome. Art Source, is he correct? Well, blind hogs do get get a a, a cookie every once in a while. He is correct. It was. (laughs) Judge Roy Hoffines. Folks, an aberration. Mark was correct. No, no, actually. (laughs) Laura! He's been we doing, all have that answer right. <laughs> he's been doing. He's been doing better. All right, this one goes to Laura first. Um, this ballpark was home to two major league clubs for thirty-four consecutive seasons. This one ballpark was home to two major league baseball clubs for thirty-four consecutive seasons. What ballpark might that have been? It wasn't Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Why do you say Yankee Stadium? I don't, I, cause that's just the first thing that came into yeah. my mind. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Art source. Laura I was going to say the Oakland Stadium, but you, they're two baseball teams, right? 
not just two professional teams. sports. You teams. got one of the teams, though. I think. I think it was either uh, Connie Mack or Scheib Park uh, with the Philadelphia A's and the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, might have been. Is that why are you saying that, though? I mean, well, it's just... either it's either that or it's Fenway Park with the Boston, the two Boston franchises. You sure? It's one of those two. Yeah. Are you taking your medicine? Yeah, I am. And you and you still saying that? Yeah, I'm. I'm saying. Uh, okay, that. okay. Mark, is Art right? Either Philadelphia or Boston. Uh, I'm gonna hitch my wagon to Laura. I like the Yankee Stadium. Now I might now I might decay her back on this one, but I'm gonna hit you at the Yankee Stadium. <laughs> all right, you're all wrong. Uh, wow. Give us a hint. Uh, was it the this, polo grounds? This team, one of these teams became the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, it was the St. Louis Cardinals at the old yeah, the old Cardinals, the Browns and the Cardinals. 34 wow. years at, at Sportsman's wow. Park. See, folks. Stan, Stan usual would be mad at me right now. Folks, medicine doesn't even help sometimes at these guys. All right. Uh, folks, you can email us at sports. It was Sportsman Park. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Okay. Um, art source. First ballpark with a retractable top. First ballpark with a retractable Let, let, let Art answer this first. First ballpark with a retractable top. I think it's in Toronto, and I think it's called Rogers Stadium. For Steve Rogers? Yeah, right. There you go. Are you sure Rogers that? Center, excuse are, me. Are, are you sure I'm not that? sure of anything after what's going on so far tonight. All right, Mark, is it uh, Rogers Stadium in uh, Toronto, Canada? No, it isn't. It's Olympic Stadium in Montreal with Steve Rogers and the guys, I believe. So both of them are in Canada. Okay, so Laura, is it in Canada, United States? Are either of these guys right? What do you think, Laura Snoke? I'm going with Mark. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mark, you've heard the beginning of this show, right? And you're going, I'm and going you're, with and, Mark. And, and, you're, go, and you're going so I'm going with Mark. And you're going with Mark, are you? Even <laughs> right, because I don't have a clue, so I'm going with Mark. You're wrong, and Art's right, it is Toronto. <laughs> oh, um, I keep following Laura. <laughs> now, Laura, I, I got you know you've done this show a few times, so you're going to get it soon that what Mark says two out of three times is going to be wrong. So, so I know you're not a big better, but just just put that in your put that and remember that. I I got it. <laughs> Montreal. All right. All right. Um, final question on Baron Sports trivia for this evening. You know, home run derby at the All-Star game is, is, I think, is more fun than the All-Star game at this point in time. It's fun. But in 1959 and 1960, home run derby was on television, half-hour show, maybe an hour show. I'm not sure. I remember Willie Mays against Duke Snyder. Where was that show taped, Mark Mancini? What ballpark was that show taped? Uh, it's called it was Home Run Derby. Mark Scott was the announcer. Dodger Stadium? That wasn't even built in 59 or 60. So I couldn't be right. Right. You want to try again? Um, <laughs> I would have to say Comiskey Park. In Chicago? Yeah. 
All right, so Mark says Comiskey Park. Uh, Laura Snoke, was it Comiskey Park in Chicago where they taped Home Run Derby? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> she learns fast. <laughs> I what think you, it was somewhere. Think, well, I I think it was was it somewhere in my in Miami or I don't remember it somewhere it was warm like in the south I don't know is the west is the west warm yeah well it could be the west too couldn't it was it in Arizona maybe so Laura said Laura said it's in Arizona I'll just Martin say La it was in Los Angeles friend it was called Gilmore Field oh hang on. Art's the closest, but he's wrong. It wasn't what, Gilmore you, Field. You want to try Seal, again? Seal Stadium. No, it was I'm right down at downtown I'm, downtown I'm, LA, kind of an I'm, old stadium right there. It's off the five freeway, I believe, or the six oh five freeway. Gilmore Field was the Hollywood Stars. Okay, well, what was the other the other stadium that they used to play out there? Where the the Angels played where? Oh, you're right. I can't think of the name of that damn park. Think think of it. Wasn't Dale Field. Gun. Think of chewing. Think of oh, Wrigley. Oh, the Wrigley. Okay, the Wrigley Field in wow. LA. All right. Mark's I know it was in LA because I remember Willie Mays hitting it over the wall and it would bounce into the houses. And they were those like 1959, 60 houses wow. that were right there in the neighborhood. Uh, I thought so. it was named after Mr. Gilmore. Oh, I messed up. Sorry. Mark, Mark Scott. I used to go to I used to go to Gilmore Field all the time because it was real close to where my dad worked. Mm -hmm. Um uh, Mark Scott was a fine announcer. He really was for the Hollywood stars. He passed away. That's why the show, the show got good ratings. He passed away and right, right around that period. And they, they ended the show, but Mark Scott was a, a fine uh, baseball. Announcer. I read an article about a, somebody he did, he did the games with that was big in LA sports casting too. And I'm trying to remember who it was. It was I wonder the, what's there now. What's there where Wrigley Field used to be? Houses? Probably apartments. I don't know. A bubblegum factory. <laughs> and, and the same thing. with All right, Mark, uh, the Hollywood Stars. They were the farm team for who? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. They should, okay. The uh, Wrigley Field uh, and the Angels. Uh, Laura, were the farm team for which club in the Major League Baseball? You are asking me questions I have no clue the answer for. I'll give you a hint. I'm not. I'm, I'm a lawyer. I'm not a sportscaster. I'll give you a hint. Ask me some legal questions. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Same name of this ballpark is in this city besides Los Angeles. Ballpark, <laughs> where else? Name Wrigley Field. Um, uh, Chicago Cubs. What do you Chicago. think, Laura? Are you going with me? Chicago on that? Cubs. <laughs> Chicago Cubs is correct. Okay. So, folks, email us and tell us that you would have had all those answers that these guys and gals missed. You can email us very easily at sportsfredaday.com. Sportsfredaday.com. Back with more on Sports Overnight America right after this. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not 
available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm-hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sports Road in America. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. So in 2015, my wife and I saw a very interesting movie called Spotlight. And it was a story of the Catholic Church in Boston. And originally they thought that uh, three priests uh, had uh, situations uh, sexually that they shouldn't have had. And then ended up like 200 priests. And I've seen the movie like 100 times on television. I, Michael Keaton, I thought one of the best movies I've seen in recent vintage. The book has come out now, not on that, but very close in some crazy way. Winning Fixes Everything, Evan Drellick, uh, for, for, from the Atlantic now, but he's written for the Houston Chronicle and the Boston newspapers. And uh, Evan, welcome to the show. Hey, Fred. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm going to say it again. And, and your book talks about the cheating of the Houston Astros and the, and, uh, the Boston Red Sox. And we know the Dodgers, too. And uh, are there any teams out there who don't cheat? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people like to say everyone was doing it. You know, the evidence doesn't support that. The the evidence is that more veteran contending teams 
Yankees, Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers in that 2017-18 period uh, were, were uh, doing some form of cheating. Uh, the more common one was this base runner system where the code signs in your video room and you get them the dugout, then they go to second base. So the runner on second base, and he, he knows the code. It's, it's certainly uh, an advantage. And, you know, in the case of the Astros at home, they, they took it to a whole other level. So I, I, I don't subscribe to the idea that everybody was doing something. I think it is certainly possible that, it, that uh, teams were not aware of were doing uh, a similar base runner system, but I don't think it was literally every team now. Let me ask you a question. And then I want the, the guys in Laura to uh, chime in. But I got to ask this question. How is it possible? You've got 25 players on the team. You've got uh, five or six coaches. You've got the manager. You've got everybody in management. How is it possible to keep it quiet, even for a few days? I mean, you go home, you talk to your wife, and you say, that 0-2 pitch, they told me it was a fastball. That's why I hit the grand slam. How is it possible that somebody you told didn't tell somebody else who didn't tell somebody else. Please tell me how they kept it quiet. You know, I, I don't know if I can explain how, except to say that clearly it, it, it does stay quiet. You know, my, my, the story Ken Rosenthal and I uh, broke in 2019 about the Astros, <clears throat> about the 2017 Astros, that's two years later, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Clubhouse culture explains it to some degree. And, and, you know, I mean, we see this in the outside world too. People don't, uh, often speak up about wrongdoing, and sometimes when they do, it, it, it takes time. I mean, people are protective. There's groupthink mentality. Um, you know, I mean, Enron took a little time to unfold. You know, <laughs> I think there are countless you, examples. You know, Evan, of, the other thing is a lot of people, this is already source here, a lot of people also remember the, the old adage that loose lips sink ships. And, and I think that's right. a real big part of it. I think, you know, that that's part of that clubhouse uh unri unwritten rules well what what we do in here stays in here and, and i think that's a part of it as well yeah that's what i mean when i say clubhouse culture you know that's yeah i mean, look at all the cliches that are in sports it's a brotherhood um you know we're, we're, we got each other's backs and stuff like that so yeah it, it, don't, a, a a sense of um what happens in this room stays between us is yeah. pervasive in sports and i think outside of sports too Talking to Evan Drellick, uh, Winning Fixes Everything, uh, published by Harper College. You can get it there. You can get it at Amazon.com. I'm sure major bookstores everywhere. You know, you mentioned something rather intriguing. Uh, folks, uh, you remember Moneyball and the Oakland A's and Billy Bean? That has a lot to do, maybe, uh, had a lot to do, perhaps, with the direction that the Astros took. And talk about that, Evan. Yeah, I think it, it, it really does have a lot to do with it because – the reason the Astros general manager, Jeff Luno, really even has an entree into the game is Moneyball. And, you know, Moneyball was such a, a big hit as a book, and it was a very well-written and, re and reported book. And it, and it was a very big occurrence in the sport, this new way of thinking. And you, you get these uh, people who, who are on the outside business world read it and start thinking, well, I can do this. You know, I, I, I have <laughs> this kind of business acumen. And, you know, that is what Jeff Luno did. He walked into the sport and he wanted to be uh, a disruptor. And in many ways he was, you know, it's only been in the last few years that people started to realize what else comes along with 
the money ball, money ball style of thinking and, and this never ending quest for efficiency and for squeezing out marginal value, you know, it, it, it takes a toll on employees. It, it's had effect on players in the sport. I mean, you know, we had a lockout in baseball a year ago at this time, right? That they were, they were still trying to hammer out a contract a year ago at this time. Um, and largely in many ways that's owed to the practices of teams uh, that we're trying to kind of squeeze every dollar out of the collective bargaining agreement. And so yeah, Moneyball is, is at the root of a lot of this. It's, it's not pure evil, but, but there was, along with the innovation and the intelligence behind Moneyball, came a lot of other stuff. Hey, Laura, talking to Laura Snoke, our, our attorney friend uh, for many, many years. Laura, as a Dodger fan, how did you feel about the uh, 2017 Astros when you found out uh, they had cheated? <laughs> uh, I'm probably not like how, anything I can say right now um, at the time, but I think, um, I mean, I, I don't think they should have kept their title. I mean, I, I, that's, that, that still rankles with me that the, uh, you know, they, because it was, I think it was different from the, the typical, the typical cheating, which I think, you know, you steal scenes that's been going on, steal signs, that's been going on since baseball began, but to take it to the level that the Astros did, um, admittedly, I, I don't think they should have kept their World Series title. You know, for years, though, you guys, Laura, let me just interject something. Sure. I, I got to meet Leo DeRocher and talk to Leo about it. And, and he always used to say to me, Artie, he goes, in the game of baseball, it comes down to winning. Okay. <laughs> and we did whatever we had to do to win. And I mean, I know that's, you know, probably frowned on in modern society, but in the old days, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, this was, this was, this was something that was not uncommon. I mean, in the old polo grounds, they had guys sitting back there reading signs from center field and, and, and sending them in. So, I mean, this is not new in a lot of ways. Well, not only that, uh, Mark Mancini here, Evan, blessed to have you a part of the show. Mark, well, thank you, as a Padre yeah. fan, you you wouldn't have to worry about anybody. Well, cheating. yeah, but but here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a scenario. Out. I'm gonna lay a foundation here. I remember in 1980 that my Pittsburgh Pirates were accused of the Pittsburgh Cocaine Seven, and they dragged right. Willie Stargell's name through the mud. We saw in 1994 when baseball was on a respirator and chicks did the long ball. Yet we didn't uh, acknowledge Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Pete Rose, and some of these guys that, you know, restored baseball in some ways. And fast forward to 2017, we vilify the Astros and the Red Sox, but Dave Roberts was uh, on a podium the other day in Glendale, Arizona, trying to justify that the Dodgers, uh, you know, weren't uh, accused of stealing signs here. But yet I've heard on numerous occasions they were dragged into this. Evan Drellick, uh, your thoughts? On the Dodgers specifically? Yeah, or the, the whole totality with uh, Mark and Laura and already indicated. As far as the, the trophy goes, you know, it's in the book. The, the commissioner did think about it. He did think about pulling it away, ultimately decided not to as a matter of precedent. And, and I, I have some understanding for that. You know, where do you then draw the line? It's a slippery slope type of argument. And I, I do think that, you know, whenever that World Series title was discussed in 2017, um, you know, the, 
it'll be more than just simply, hey, they want a championship, right? There, there is a discussion that goes uh, beyond that. You know, the book does have reporting on the Dodgers. Uh, from inside the Dodgers, uh, sources saying that they were using that lesser base runner system. Um, you know, in, in 17, up until September of 2017, MLB wasn't treating that seriously. And, and uh, after September of 2017, when they punished the Red Sox and Yankees very lightly, uh, that's when, you know, that's when the league was uh, supposedly putting all the other teams on notice. Hey, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to treat this more seriously going forward. Um, you know, the, the Dodgers were a veteran contending team, like, like I was talking about earlier. I don't think it's surprising that they were they were doing something. I, I still think there is a separator between what the Astros were doing and what the Dodgers were doing. Um, there, there's a, I have a colleague named Andy McCullough, another national writer at the Athletic, and he was yeah. telling me the other day we're both, we're both in spring training. Andy actually used to cover the Dodgers. And he was talking to somebody in the industry, and um, the way that person put it was, you know, the Astros broke the Geneva Convention, um, I, I, and I think that's right in the eyes of many you know you can argue well any cheating is cheating you can't argue that i don't think most people would argue that evan drellick uh, author of winning uh, fixes everything the story of the astros and the red sox and uh, cheating uh, in the world series and how they got away with it and whatever you know we got a lot of emails uh, on when we've talked about this for years and some of them asked uh, how come the players were not punished? And of course, the I'm the brother of two attorneys, and the, and the obvious answer is the labor union and laws were management making the decisions, so you really couldn't punish the players. Evan, talk about that because I don't think a lot of people realize why the players. And again, there's only like five or six Astros still playing for Houston from 217. Why they cannot have been? Why they weren't punished by Major League Baseball? Yeah, I'm not a lawyer, so we have a lawyer uh, uh, in the room that then probably could give a yeah. better answer than I can. But my my understanding is, um, you know, it, it, when when you have a collective bargaining agreement, so there's a, there's a union and management group uh, in place. Management can't on a whim decide to punish, or or it can, uh, but it would face reasonable challenge from a union. And in the case of baseball, if the commissioner in, in 19 or you know, going into 20 had decided he was going to try to punish the Astros. Well, then those punishments would have gotten vacated entirely or reduced. You, you, it hinges on an element of giving notice. You know, if Manfred had pursued the topic earlier, had come to an understanding with the players union, or perhaps simply just notified them that, Hey, this is how we're looking at this, um, you know, and set the groundwork. And the other thing was besides that understanding, not being in place, the commissioner had actually uh, declared that he was going to hold the manager and the GM, you know, so club management responsible. Uh, and even in, in the 19 memo specifically says not the players or, or besides the players. So, you know, he had spelled out how this was going to be handled and that it was not going to be uh, with the players. And really that was a lack of foresight. That was him not understanding uh, a, that this problem could grow so big and that B, if it did grow this big, how would he and the sport looked if he let the players off of the hook? And so, you know, the commissioner's office has culpability in all of this. Laura, as an attorney, uh, would you like to add something to what uh, Eric just, no, Eric just I, said? I mean, there's a, of course, the uh, there's a, a longstanding principle in the law called respondeat superior, which requires employers to be liable for the actions of their employees. 
Um, yeah. I haven't, of course, read the entire um, collective bargaining agreement, but I imagine as Evan said that there, you know, there's a provision in the collective uh, bargaining agreement mm -hmm. that that provides immunity to the players if they follow yeah. the, you know, they have to follow the, the, what they're asked to do by their manager and manager follows what he's asked to do by management. So um, it all comes back on to there the, was a wrinkle in there. The, 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 you know, assuming they would have found this same determination if they had wanted to punish them. But one of the findings MLB had was that when MLB passed on this memo league wide saying, Hey, we're, we're now enforcing these rules more strongly. This is September of 2017 that the general manager of the team, Jeff Luno did not, uh, in any effective way, communicate that to the rest of the team. Evan Drellick, uh, enjoyed the book, enjoyed your appearance on sports overnight America and, uh, Stay well and be well. We're reading you all the time in the Atlantic. Thank you for appearing. Thanks for having me, guys. What a great guy. Relic. Winnie fixes everything. Back with more on Sports Overnight America. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hey, we're back on Sports Overnight America. Everybody can email us at sportsfreighterdale.com. I'd like to thank Evan Drellick for making an appearance. Interesting book. It really is. Winning Fixes Everything. Harper Collins and major bookstores everywhere. Uh, it's about the Houston Astros and maybe the Dodgers and definitely the, the Boston Red Sox and a great book. All right, uh, final couple minutes uh, on this hour of Sports uh, Not America. Let's start with Laura. Laura, I grew up really liking the NBA. I can't stand it now. I'm sick and tired of load management where coaches decide that a player, injury or not, can simply sit out you're a season ticket holder 
or even a, just a ticket buyer, and you don't have the best players playing, how do you feel about load management in the NBA, Laura Snow? I certainly don't feel real good about the management of the Lakers uh, for the last <laughs> couple of years. Um, and, you know, I actually, I love basketball. I, I always love basketball, but I was watching the game the other night and I thought, you know, nobody plays defense anymore. Nobody runs any plays. They just throw the ball around and then they shoot the three. And it's gotten to be, I hate to say this, but it's gotten to be a boring game. And um, I'm not quite sure how to fix it. Um, I, when it came in, I liked the three-point shot. I'm not, maybe they should make it longer, um, change the dimensions. I don't know. But um, I don't know if, that, if that's really a management problem or a rules problem or just the, the players are such – better shooters now or they can you know obviously three points is better than two but um I, I haven't been real happy with the nba and i'm certainly not happy with laker management mark let's say you paid 50 bucks for a ticket even though i don't think you would pay that uh no. you know but uh, let's say you did and then <laughs> you can't get a 50 dollar ticket in la yeah then, well, i was gonna uh, say what game are you going to fifty dollars you might get well, in the parking lot i don't I don't know. I'm wearing $130 Nike Air Max shoes that I found at the Goodwill for seven bucks. Maybe I could find a ticket over at the Goodwill. But I will tell you this. Like Laura said, it's hard to watch. I grew up with the Celtics, the Sixers, the Lakers, all those teams. That was team basketball. Today, it's it's all about the political aspect of it. It's no defense. It's guys that are malcontents. It's hard to watch this game, guys. It really is. Art, you got 15 seconds uh, to conclude uh, this show. Uh, go, take it away. I was, I was a huge, huge basketball fan. Um, I watched maybe, maybe the last three minutes of a game once a week. And in the playoffs, <laughs> if it gets to the finals, I'll watch the last five minutes of the game when it really means winning time, as Chicky Baby used to call it. You know, Chicky's been gone for 20 years. It's hard to believe. Wow. All right. Folks, listen all night long. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mario, for putting the show together. Listen all night long for more of Sports Overnight America.